Greetings and salutations, my beautiful dreamer. I am so excited for today. I have a very special guest. But before we get started introducing my guest, I am your host, CJ Cummings, aka Phoenix the Dream Witch. And this is the King Dreamy Show. Um, in my whole, you know, me being me, I like to start off this special podcast with a quote that I looked up because today is about how eating healthy changed my life. And so this quote says, keeping your body healthy is an expression and expression of gratitude to the whole cosmos, the trees, the clouds, and everything. And this is by Dish Not Mine. And I, me, especially being spiritual and all about mind, body, and soul, I thought I'd start out with that. But getting moving along, this podcast conversation is specifically focused on how being vegan saved my life. And I have my very special guest, Chef Kimberly Vincent Kamal, MD of Vegan Fiddles. And I will have her introduce herself. Welcome. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Kimberly Vincent. I'm the founder of Top Notch Vegan Vittles. We're changing the perception one bite at a time is exactly what we do. So um, I love food. I love to cook food. And uh, you can feel the energy and love when you receive your food. But um, I'm just thankful for the invitation and to be here. And I look forward to sharing information with you. Yes, thank you so much. And she is such an amazing person. I'm just gonna talk a little bit about how the universe works before I get into this. I have met her at our Black Expo. I work for Metropolitan Community College for people who are listening, my consistent listeners and all of that who don't know. My job during the day outside of being a fabulous spiritual person is I work in higher education. Knowledge is power to me and I seek knowledge in all things. What I do for a nine to five is I work in education and I work for Metropolitan Community College. And so I went to this Black Expo where I was meeting people. I'm also trying to build my business, connecting. And I stopped at her thing. I didn't get to eat her food, but I said, we will meet again. I love your energy. And guess what? We met again. She was my Uber driver. And the prophetic message and energy that just transcended back and forth the exchange when she came to work at the campus where I was at, it wasn't a surprise. I was like, it, I would do it. It was it was a blessing. And here we are today. So I'm super excited. If you have not tried this wonderful and extraordinary chef's food and you're in the Kansas City, Missouri area, please check her out. Um, we will get into the specific podcast um, topic so she can talk about that. I just wanted to share that for a bit because I'm just so excited for her to be here. But moving on, um, what is vegan? And my understanding of vegan for myself um, was really originally like this soy food that's kind of like, what is this? Um, I didn't really understand the whole spectrum of delicious 
things, and I will be honest, for anybody that can relate, in the Midwest, we're in the Midwest. I was born and raised, barbecue is the thing or whatever. And I'm not a barbecue person. You know, my favorite foods are Mexican food um, and seafood. And the reason why those is, in starting my vegan journey is because I gravitate towards, I love a spectrum of healthy and delicious things. And I inside knew that, but it really solidified when I started this vegan journey. I don't really have the definitive terms, but from my understanding, from the podcast and from the different people that I've met, being vegan is a lifestyle, but it's really just enjoying food. You know, vegan, those who are vegan do not consume any type of meat or any type of meat um, products. Um, that's what being vegan is. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I really don't. Um, just at veganisms, they tend to omit um, animal products for ethical health and environmental reasons. Thank, thank you. And I just want to make sure those that are listening, if you want further information on that, please, please consult somebody that has the experience or knowledge and um, a dietitian or someone that really truly understands because we want to make sure that my journey in veganism really with anything if you know me is I want to understand what I'm stepping into I want to make a conscious decision um, because this is important to me and how I want to have a fun and healthy lifestyle and I say that to say moving on I, I do a, a fast Three months out of the year. I've been doing fast for years because I've talked about this before. I have type 1 diabetes and I have had it since I was a child. So I have juvenile onset diabetes, which those that are listening, if I have not broken down this before, means this has to do with the pancreas, but this cannot be, you can't get rid of the type of diabetes I have by diet and exercise. This is something that is lifelong. So I have had diabetes, you're out in my 30s now. I'm young and vivacious, but I've had it since I was 11 years old. And so I'm pretty healthy. For people that see me, they're like, oh my God, you have diabetes? But this is the importance of understanding what being healthy actually is and what's going into your food. With diabetes, you have to understand what carbohydrates are, what sugar goes into what, carb counting things. It is a lot, especially as a teenager. But the one thing that doesn't make that as difficult for me as maybe other diabetics is I love eating vegetables. I always have. I always love eating vegetables. You know, some of my family have always called me bougie. But we'll get into another conversation about that other day and why that doesn't apply to me. But I just love vegetables they're delicious they taste good and it feels good it always felt good to me when i was young to eat a salad and i, I didn't feel like you like other people may have i enjoy eating salads what has happened over the years and maybe with a lot of other people with health issues or not is what's being put into our food over generations the chemicals things like that are having an adverse effect on our body, which causes health issues. I'm a student. My degrees are based in criminal justice, pre-law, psychology, but overall, with life-threatening illnesses, 
I have always been more focused on what can I do to take and reclaim my power and understanding of how to live a full life because I like to live life. I like to eat. I don't want to be sitting here and no offense to anybody who is in a very disabled place or, you know, functionally, you know, I'm not able to do things as somebody that is able-bodied. And hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly and I'm not offending anybody. But for me, all my life I had to fight. <laughs> I, and that is my favorite. I, if you have not seen The Color Purple, or the, the book is a lot more. But I use that in one of my um, workshops as, as a school. But it's really been an emotional journey for me to be so limited in my feelings when it comes to what I can do because I have this um, and I don't want to call it what I used to call it but I have this health issue that grows with me that never goes away you know I'm claiming and praying that there comes with a cure but excuse me but on top of that what I started to realize Kimberly when I went to the endocrinologist, because I've been having stomach issues for years, and I'm like, what's going on? So I'm trying to cut out things. This endocrinologist literally told me that there are health issues associated with being diabetic. There are stomach issues just being diabetic. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Well, the amount of medication that you're taking for one can mess with the lining of your stomach or things like that. The amount of pills. And I'm just, it just, was a heavy weight that I was like, oh my God, so you mean something that is supposed to prevent me from being ill is also something that is is affecting my body as well too. And as I said, there's so many people who are realizing in this time and even previous before that all the medications, and I don't want the medical industry coming after me, but let's be honest, there are a lot of medications, there are a lot of foods the food industry and stuff like that that are pushing things that are doing damage to our body our bodies are organic and it's okay i'm not the type of person i'm not gonna sit here and say a piece of beef doesn't taste good or bacon or whatever what i am saying out of my own perspective is i cannot consume those things as much as i used to because it hurts using the bathroom because waking up at night i feel like the demonic entity of Marvel Universe is purging through my stomach. <laughs> so it's just, I like some comedy because that's me. But the, the real truth about it, Kimberly, and I know you're going to talk about that is, I was like, something is going on. And I tell people all the time, I'm a confrontational person in everything and I'm solution driven at all. I'm not, when I was a kid, and I want people to listen to this, when, if you know me personally, on why I go so hard. Side note, I'm going to therapy and I'm, I found me a black therapist, Black History Month, shout out. And I really need to revisit a lot of things. I'm okay, but I want to make sure that I stay okay. But diabetes has always been an emotional thing for me because that's something that I haven't been able to completely get out of my life. And so when I was a kid, when I went to the doctor and they went through the process back then of finding sugar and everything like that, and my grandmother was there and they said, well, do you want your grandmother to administer your medication and stuff and be trained or do you want? And as a child, the first thing out of my mouth was, 
college kids are aware and more more observant and intuitive than, than people give credit for. As a child, I vividly remember saying, my grandmother may not always be here. Like, I don't want to be sitting here looking for her to give me my medicine and I'm not going to be around her all my life. And so, as a child, I went through the education and stuff like that. And I went through a lot with diabetes. Just to let people know before we move on, um, with diabetes, you can have seizures, uncontrollable seizures while you're asleep, while you're awake. And having them while you're asleep is horrible because you have no consciousness and you can wake up with drastic body issues and stuff. You can lose eyesight, limbs, things like that. Like diabetes is really as bad as, you know, cancer and all of those. And the pain of diabetes, and I can only speak for type one, is on the scale of pregnancy pains. There are articles that have uh, put out this research, and I can attest, I mean, I'm not a woman, I haven't had a baby. I've been in the labor room. I shout out to women, you are phenomenal beings, but no thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I have been through the amount of pain like when we talk about healthcare and stuff, and I'll talk about it on another podcast, but just um, honestly, when I talk about why I go so hard for people having resources, food wise and stuff, why I stay in the job that I do, why I'm such a giving person is because imagine have for those who are diabetic or have health issues, imagine not being able to afford your insulin that you can't go an hour without and immediately the pain. So that's just one thing. And so this is just the reason why I started doing research and why I started my journey years ago of like, yeah, I'm living life. And I was young. Let's be real. Let's, you know, my, my, my podcast is real. You can cuss a little bit on here. You can say what the fuck you want. With the reason, because, you know, I'm still a positive person, but my life was my life. And I'm not the type of person, I mean, we're Capricorns on this podcast. Shout out to Cameron. (laughs) But um, as a Capricorn male, I, or Capricorn in general, all outside of all of the things that people say, we are really, we are the one sign that are always goal-seeking, goal-orientated, always about um, achieving our goals. We are one of the most hardworking signs. And so for me, having to deal with health health issues, having to deal with that, it was hard. But I still made sure that I found a way to take care of my life. And this is why for me as a person, I'm always challenging people to reclaim your power. I don't care what is going on in the world. And I just watched this masterclass on Black History. Kimberly, you have to watch it. I think I shared it to you, but... It's- yeah, and I started it, and I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> finish it, because we as Black people need to understand what's been done to us, but also need to understand how to reclaim our power and that there is still life even in death. I don't know why I'm quoting this Bible scripture because I'm not a Christian anymore, but yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And for me, I just always have been about, okay, shit happens. 
I'm still here. What can I do about, what can I control within my life? And so the vegan journey, I have been doing it for three months for the past two years. I've been fasting on and off for years, as my sister reminded me. But before I move on into Kimberly telling her story and just really talking about how you can reverse ailments, just how much my blood sugars have elevated, how much I have felt better. My specific fast and journey that I've been talking about Glenn, since I've started in January, I'm fasting from intimacy, from certain relationships, the clarity from, from beef, from, from meat, from um, dairy, from processed sugar and lo- lessening the amount of bread because I want to reset, rejuvenate and revitalize my body. We don't realize how much unhealthy food and information that we process into our minds. I talked about it on my podcast before how sexuality is a magic and power within itself. I'm not I'm not about preaching oh sleeping with people demonic or whatever. What I'm saying is be careful of who you give your energy to and what energy you give to you but also in food and eating healthy you can go out and eat food and stuff. Just be aware of what you're eating and how it affects your body. How much food sits in your body is something that people don't realize, like the amount of beef pork or chewing a piece of gum or pork, how much that sits in your intestines, we don't think about that. And so that is me and my journey and just so many people getting sick and so many people taking the opportunity to reclaim their life. I've met so many people that have really just been like, oh my God, you know, I may not necessarily be vegan, but going vegan or the vegan options have just changed my life or just me really sitting down. This podcast I listened to on Clubhouse, shout out to Clubhouse. I just really listen to people on how, you know, I'm not going to do raw vegan. Let me tell you something. Raw vegan is for the big boss people because... I do so I do a raw vegan once a month. And I love it, but oh my god, I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh I don't know if anybody ever does raw vegan, but and I say that I'm at an intermediate level. I'm really at the point where I'm like, so Kimberly, I have decided to extend my vegan for six more, you know, until this oh, summer on. time. I'm, I'm gonna be drinking and stuff like that because I need to, I need to celebrate. But I've decided to extend it because the whole point of this vegan journey is to learn how to access things that I need for me to start cooking and finding ways to prepare food at home. Um, because I love to cook, and I, that's why I brought Chef Kimberly on to talk about her journey and even talk about a few things on you know her being a chef and stuff. Because that is the thing that we don't really think about. We live in a society in the world where everything's so fast-paced or getting... And so we don't put the energy and time into cooking. Now, I am busy. I have always been busy. I, at one time, I was working three different departments at my job. I was a full-time student. I was volunteering. I was active in student organizations. And I had a whole other job outside, and I was going to the club and stuff. Now, that may be a Capricorn thing. But, or I may be Jamaican or whatever, but look, <laughs> there is no excuse for living your life. And that's what I think. And I had health issues. But the biggest thing is, how do we fully understand how to change our lifestyle on a healthier basis and not give up the fun and enjoyment 
enjoyment and the energy of eating because as a spiritual person as I am or even those who fellowship through cooking I know a lot of people are like oh my god I can't do this I can't do that I'm always like what you speak becomes reality that's a whole other conversation but in meeting Kimberly and meeting a lot of people who have changed their lifestyles who are chefs they are here to let us know Oh, baby, you want barbecue? I got you. We can make that vegan. Oh, you want this? We can do that for you. Her <laughs> vegan wings. Facts. I like to try other stuff, but oh my God, her vegan wings. I'm just addicted. So I am so excited for her being here. I am going to shut my mouth and I am going to give the wonderful and extraordinary chef Kimberly Vincent Kamal, MD of the wonderful Vegan Vittles, the floor to really talk about how being vegan saved her life, share her story, and just even just what being a chef now is. And just even talking about, you know, did she start off being a chef or what cooking, just giving her story and her perspective on um, how being vegan changed her life and just some insight on people who are wanting to be chefs and cook and just enjoy the delicious meals. So Kimberly, the floor is yours. Okay, okay. Well, about five years ago, I've always been healthy. And when I say healthy, I've always ate good. Um, probably about when I was in my early 20s, I had a ruptured appendix. And basically, I was in the hospital for 30 days. So um, I had to go through two surgeries. And um, with those two surgeries, um, they really, really changed my life. I mean, I went in, this young, vibrant person came out like thin as, thin as the wind, you know? And so I felt bad and like when you're on anesthesia and everything, you really are loopy because when I woke up um, and came out of ICU, my son from him and he was two years old and it was this baby crying. And I'm like, whose baby is this? Get him out of here. So my two year old and my family's looking like, okay, now <laughs> you didn't really went off the rector. Well, long story short, um, I proceeded to get better and go home. But ever since then, I've had like a bad stomach. And so years passed and probably about five years ago, I just, my stomach, I couldn't control it. Like, I mean, I had IBS, I had GERD, I had acid reflux, I had high blood pressure, I had high cholesterol, I had a fatty liver. Um, all these things were going on along with female issues. So I felt horrible. Um, I couldn't eat. And every time I ate, I would get sick. So just imagine, you know, you eating and every time you eat, you get sick. It's just like, I was, it, it was depressing. Um, it was depressing, it was debilitating. And I was going back and forth to the hospital and they're telling me it's nothing wrong with me, but my body is saying there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, two weeks before then, 
um, I had to go to the GI doctor um, in two weeks. And the first question doctors really ask you is, well, well, what are you eating or what kind of diet are you on? And I had taken out everything. Um, when I say everything, I went completely cold turkey vegan. Um, and it was like, if I wanted to feel better, then this is the step that I had to take. It was that drastic. And so when I went to the doctor, she was like, well, what are you eating? I said, I'm on the nothing diet. And she was like, well, what is that? So I explained to her, you know, I went vegan and I took everything out. And she was like, well, how is that working? I said, well, uh, I don't know yet. She said, well, we can give you some medication and, um, but you can't give me a diagnosis. And I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I'll continue to start, you know, healing myself. And so a lot of people know that, you know, the doctors have to have a job. So therefore, by any means necessary, if it's the medication, if it's the visit, they're going to get you back. And so I, I took the prescription, but I... When I left that office, I tore it up and I'm like, I'm not taking any more medication. I was on probably 10 over the counter medicine and probably three other medications. And I was just like taking all these pills. I, I took, literally took a picture of these pills, taking all these pills and nothing is working. So I was frustrated. I was sick and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I took it upon myself to reach deep in my soul and say, I can't, I'm only, you know, 40 something years old. I can't live like this for the rest of my life. So uh, after three, after a month, I felt better. Like I, it was like a ease. And after 90 days, I felt like a brand new person. And so I'm like, this is my new life. So I started, I love to cook. When I say that I've always loved to cook, um, big breakfasts, um, just everything. And so I started experimenting with vegan food and jackfruit is actually my favorite. And so I would do the cool pork sandwich and then I started doing the wings. Well, um, I can remember literally the first time that I cooked wings and I had my son taste them, and now they're actually the top ten vegan wings in the nation. Yes. So, like, okay, um, this was just you know five years ago. And so, um, moving along, I continued on this journey, and probably about six months in, I went to a meatless Monday, and at the time, I was doing nursing. And I had my client with me and I said, well, we'll go here. And this restaurant was called The Foundry because they had regular options and vegan options. They had a whole vegan menu. So if you live in Kansas City and you can find an all vegan place, you're like, okay, this is it. Exactly. So um, the guy that was hosting um, the event came over because they were at a high top table and my client looked like in her 90s. So I'm like, well, no, we're going to sit over here. And so we began to talk and I was sharing my story with him and he was sharing his story with me. 
and I was just flipping through the pictures of what I had cooked. And he was like, you cook this? And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, do you cook? I was like, yeah, for me. He was like, no, honey, you need to cook for Kansas City. So, you know, when others speak life into you, you kind of like, wait a minute, you know. And it, it did. It went in one ear and out the other. But um, I was like, well, you know, I, I like to cook, but I'm not cooking for nobody else, you know, professionally. Right. And um, he had told me about this festival and he was like, you should come. He was like, better yet, you should enter it. And I'm like, no, I'm good, you know. And so he's like, I'm gonna give you this number, you need to call it. And so um, that night was really wonderful. Like I said, we had wonderful food. He spoke life into me. We talked about the vegan scene in Kansas City. And at that time it was growing but I might have to drive 30 minutes just to find food. And then I would get there and either I wouldn't like it or it wasn't enough. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, it is not easy being a vegan, you know, and I'm not gonna sugarcoat it because it's not. Mm -hmm. If you have the mind, it's mind over matter. So I, and I wanted to feel better. Basically it was either die or either get my life together and heal myself. And I chose the right um, route because I'm here to talk about it today. But I literally felt that bad. I felt like I was on my deathbed. And if I didn't change something that I wouldn't be here. And so long, long story short, next day, you know, how something nudges at you, you know, and it's like, call that number. And I'm like, I didn't call that number. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. And something inside of me kept saying, get this, call this number. And so finally I called the number. I talked to the guy. He had gave me a website to look at. And I looked at the information and I said, oh, this seems like a really nice event. And I called him back and I said, hey, it seems like a nice event, but I see that I missed the deadline to sign up for it. And he was like, no, don't worry about that. I set the deadline. And you know, when the is, you know, <laughs> if you're in a certain place at a certain time. So I was like, okay. So I got off at 2.30 that day and I was like, well, I'll go ahead and do it. And so I went down to the health department and got um, my food handlers for that day in that event. And the event was in two weeks, literally three weeks, I wanna say. So I had to come up with a business name. I had to come up with supplies. I had to come up with staff and food. And that day that the festival it was on the 18th of um, 2018, we sold out both days. Everybody wow. food, and that's how Vegan Vittles was actually even started. Like I said, I never, when I went vegan, I didn't go to start a business. I went because I felt like I was gonna die. And the business started and we sold out both days. And I was like, wow. I said, well, shoot, this could be my side hustle. Okay, great. You know, and of course, when you feel like something and God has another 
you know, idea. Yes. Um, so I was still doing healthcare and I was like, well, I think I want to do another event. And I uh, went to this place called Equal Minded Cafe. It's a wonderful coffee shop and they have it to where you can um, do events and everything. So I did the oh, event. Oh, I know that place. Yes. And it sold out. And I was like, okay, I might have. So I'm reassuring myself. And I'm like, okay, I might have something here. And so people came from the festival, people knew people, and people were really loving the food. And I'm like, you know, I'm saying to myself, well, I do nursing, you know, but so time went on probably like another couple of months and um, my client passed away. And I'm like, okay, I'd had her for over five years. And so, you know, when, everything changes it's like okay well what am i to do <laughs> so my client passed away and within that 30 days um i had a house fire i lost everything but my car and the seasonings in the back of my car and this all happened within 30 days and i said okay well i guess i'll be uh, selling food so um at at that time, um, I had went to a bar with my best friend and she was like, oh, and I didn't feel like it because I just went to my client's wake. But make a long story short, the owner approached me and was like, well, hey, I heard about your vegan food. And I think that I would like um, you to come here a couple of days a week or, you know, would you like to serve food? Now, have in mind. I just started this business and I'm looking at her and I'm like, me? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I decided to do that because like I said, I lost my client. I lost my house. Um, I decided to do it. And time, time. it bloomed. And within that time, um, I went to a wing fest, like probably 90 days later and um, it was a wing fest of all these people in Kansas City, and we actually won um, the wing fest. So this blew me away. And then within two weeks, uh, Better KC called me to do a segment. So all of this is happening. And so the universe is turning, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is my new life. And um, that was five well four years ago and since then um i did pop-ups i've done weddings uh, i specialize in vegan weddings actually i've done like eight weddings so far the highest one i've done was 250. Um, then another opportunity came and that's where i am now is at the community college so the diversity is there i get to change the perception of people's um yes. feels about vegan food and so i do that um i also do stuff in the community uh, with pop-ups cooking classes and i just you know just going from me losing almost losing my life because of what i was putting in my body to now actually educating and promoting um, health and wellness um, it's my roundabout because I feel like it's my mission, it's my passion to share and help others 
because of what I went through. Because when we're having stomach issues and we're just thinking, okay, well, oh, well, maybe it's just today. Not knowing that, you know, what we're consuming and putting in our bodies, it makes a big difference. And so a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, where do you get protein, you know? And it's like, we get we can eat peanut butter, we can eat peas, grains, beans. And so people have this thing that, oh, people only eat tofu. Well, um, I'm called the mom Anything that you can eat, oh, I'm going to have it. Yes. I'm going to have vegan food, and you're going to have the regular food, and you're going to be like, well, this food looks like that food. And this food tastes like that food. Exactly. And so uh, I, I spoke with a lady yesterday, and she was like, you know, I've met a lot of vegans, and they're crazy. And I'm like, well, how do you say that? And she was like, well, they just push veganism down your throat. I said, no, I'm going to give you some food, and then we'll have a conversation. Yes. Yeah. It's more than one way to get a cat. And then we'll have a conversation. I like that. And I say, yeah, you know, because everybody has free will. Everybody has a choice. And if you want to feel better, then you're going to do better. So when you know better, you do better. Veganism changed my life, not only in the health aspect, but I've met so many amazing people. I've had wonderful experiences that I don't think that I would have had if I was not vegan. And so I promote it. I love it. I love people. I love to give. Um, And just giving back and educating people is just, you know, a passion for me. So making a difference in another person's life is what makes me tick. It's what makes me happy is to give. And so my mission in life and my statement, you know, is just to give and make a difference. And so with Vegan Vittles, like I said, we're at the college, we do weddings, community college is actually where we are. Uh, we're there Monday through Thursday uh, from 9 a.m. to 3. And the it's open to the general public, not just the school. We do online ordering. Uh, we deliver. So I just want to change the perception of vegan food one bite at a time with vegan vittles. So that is my story. And uh, I appreciate being on just to share a little knowledge that I do have um, with you guys. I am so thankful for even just hearing you speak. Um, I read it at the thing, but you all, I wrote some things down and I just shout out to Chef Kimberly. And in this, the point of me having this conversation in Black History Month, in my journey, is really to focus on, in these last minutes, how we are affected as Black people over generations being deprived of healthcare, of good healthcare, of resources, 
we always have to take things into our own hands. But even if you're not a person that's black or of color, just realizing how much the government society dictates your life. And as she said, the one point that I want to focus on is die or get herself together. And so I challenge everyone listening to really ask yourself that question. Are you ready to die or are you ready to get yourself together? And that's different for everyone. Our bodies are different. Being vegan may not be for you. You may be a vegetarian. You may just need to cut back. And I say that to say it's your life. Focus on what's going to make you healthy. But the truth is we are consuming so much stuff that is not beneficial to our growth and our healthiness. And so I am so thankful and so excited for having her on here. Um, It's just so profound. Like I said, I met her. You know, if you have never met me, you will meet me if it is meant to be. But my conversations and the energy exchange are so profound because my journey and my purpose is growing as well too. And so people who are destined for greatness, people who are meant to take on a more profound journey will cross paths with other people as well too. And so for me, you know, I was from, I've been meeting so many different people. As I, I said, um, Clubhouse, um, different things. I have had health issues all my life. So my journey has been different, but it's the same. I always tell people I've been fighting I've been dying to live. Now I'm living to live. I want to just live. And so, you know, how much both our stories are so similar. A lot of times you'll sit and have a conversation with someone and realize that you share the same spaces. And that is really the, that is really what food should be. When you think of grandmothers or old times or just you know, things, food is a meeting place. So why not let that meeting place be helpful, healthful and nourishing? And so I'm just super excited to have, you know, Chef Kimberly here. Um, I am spiritual, I am purposeful. I do always want to make sure that I end my segments with some profound things. If it's okay with you, Chef Kimberly, I'm just going to do a little um, mindful message card pull before we end. Okay. Just give the listeners um, and yourself and myself something to think about. And then I'll allow you to provide your, um, or give you the space to provide your contact information. And then we'll end with a quote and close out. So, um, if we just focus our energy and our minds, the card that has out is I fold oh I fold lightly I think this is what this is the writing is in this a little bit oh hold lightly oh my god so it says hold lightly I take the things and the people that come into my life lightly not holding on too tight so that when it comes time for them to go they may go smoothly. This does not mean I love any less, but that I am open to the changes of life. Oh my God. Okay. And that, let me tell you how profound that is for me right now in practicing, you know, I talk about Zodiac's astrology. I am into a lot. And 
for every sign, regardless of what you are, make sure that you are understanding your strengths, but also your weaknesses. And so for Capricorn, we tend to hold on to things strongly because we are one of the most loyal signs. We are, the, we are built on the dynamic of foundation. We are earth. Um, mm. And so for myself, I have been learning to let things go that no longer serve me. And it's not easy because I care. I, I will stick, if I invite you into my space, I want to see things work. But we all have our journey and we all have our spaces, Kimberly. We, as you mentioned, and I wrote down when you talked about the lady, death means so much more than we realize. And so in physical death or in, in, in meaning death or, or spiritual death, life ends. This is what I wrote when you were talking. Life ends new life and new beginnings. So that's the exchange of energy. When someone leaves, someone is born or new life is born. That, mm. that energy and that life that you shared with that person for so long, I feel like the spirit is telling you that, that the gift <laughs> was you being able to live your life and have things for yourself. And I feel like that they appreciated all the time and energy that you were giving them and all the love. And so a lot of times we don't realize how much we are blessed when people cannot do necessarily so much for us physically and in this physical realm, they give us so much in energy and in the spiritual realm. And so even when you talked about, you know, your fire and fire and death and, and, and fire and that ignite, though that was a tragedy and a devastation. It was a new beginning. Yes, and there was new growth and it challenged you to plant new seeds. Ooh, yes. <laughs> it challenged you to plant new seeds of growth. And I was able to meet you. And ever since I met you, I think of every moment, I kept saying, we will see each other again. Mm -hmm. And we saw each other again. And just realizing how much words have power, I was so excited to meet you. And I'm so ex excited to share this space um, I want to take this opportunity in these few moments to, before we close out, to give space. I know you talked about where you're located at mm -hmm. physically, but if anybody wants to connect with you social media-wise, through email, or want to donate or show love and support to this beautiful Black queen providing nourishing food, Chef Kimberly, where can people find you and connect with you at? So I am, uh, my Facebook name is Kimberly um, Vincent. My Instagram is Top Notch Vegan Vittles. Um, it is T-O-P-K-N-O-T-C-H. Um, Vegan Vittles, the K is for Kimberly. So, um, so Instagram, Facebook, email, um, topnotchveganvittles at gmail.com. And you can call me. <laughs> I, I love that. Public, uh, 816-914-7517. Um, I do, like I said, get calls and people are curious about the journey um, because they want to make a difference in their lives or they want to see the change. And so in life, you have to be the change that you want to see. But that's where you can find me. Um, yep. And uh, those are really all the social medias that I, I am on. 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And hopefully, I mean, she's doing great things. The universe and the most high is blessing her. I'm so thankful to share this space and time. You are an incredible woman. And as I said, this is Black History Month, even though Black History is 365 days of a motherfucking year. And yes, I said it just like that. Let's remember. <laughs> let's remember that American history is Black history and vice versa. Let's learn to love and appreciate each other even more. And if the only time we have to do that is through shared food, not only check out Kimberly, but you can reach me at the Phoenix Rises at yahoo.com, T-H-P-H-E-O-N-I-X-R-I-S-E-S at yahoo.com, um, Instagram, CJ the Phoenix God, CJ. T-H-E-P-H-E-O-N-I-X-G-O-D and at Facebook, Phoenix Rises. I am on a social media fast right now, but I because I'm working on revamping my things because I'm working, I've met so many phenomenal people that have challenged me to start my business and stuff. Um, I'll talk about that on another podcast, what's going on with me um, and everything. But I'm so excited for all these opportunities to meet extraordinary people um as i always say when i close out um before i do that my closing words is really and i love i love quotes but this quote that i'm going to close out are these closing words is you are the master of your judgments your decisions and your actions what belongs to you shall come to you stay focused and keep putting in the work and what i mean by that is you have to understand how to reprogram your mind from what the world has told you or from what people have told you who don't understand who you are destined to be. You, just like she said, I was listening, but I wasn't listening. How many times things are spoken into our life and we don't pay attention? You, we need to start realizing that we're the master. We write our own stories. Regardless of what's going on, there is endless possibilities. And I'm speaking for two those who are in a position where they can do that. I do understand that there's so much horrible things going on in the world, but when you get the chance to change your life and grasp it, do that. Keep praying, keep staying focused, keep motivating. And as I always say, blessed be my beautiful dreamers. Reposez-vous bien, mes amours. Descansien bien, mes amours. Rahad ya habibi. Simi dara dara awan alufi. I try to uh, reach everyone, whether you're um, Yoruba, because I do practice African spirituality, Yoruba, African. I love my African people. Let's continue to be united as Black people, African people, melanated people all over the world. I love everyone, regardless of who you are. Let's continue in this month of love to continue to love each other, regardless of if you're Black, white, purple, orange, whatever, regardless of what sexuality and gender. We are more powerful when we are united and together. And in this eating healthy challenge, that can be where it starts. Once you start putting in good nourishing food in your life, I, I promise you, it changes your whole mindset because the chemicals in what you eat, when you're eating animals and things like that, especially how the animals are treated, will really have an effect on your life so um kimberly thank you i appreciate you i will be in to get some food this week <laughs> well thank you like 
Thank you so much um, for having me on. Thank you for your energy. You are a beautiful being inside and out. Like every time we talk, it's just like, it's so deep, you know? <laughs> so I really appreciate the energy that you give and put out. And that means so much to me, everybody that's listening, because as great as we become the great people we're supposed, we're, we are destined to be, we need to remember to, uh, to practice self-care and love on ourselves. Kimberly, you're doing great things. I'm doing great things. But sometimes we get so consumed, and I'm speaking from a Capricorn perspective or an overachiever. We become so consumed with everything. Make sure you take a moment to smell the flowers, to ground yourself, and to enjoy yourself. If you need to connect with me, I do divination. I do spiritual guidance. I do dream interpretation. I really am a person that loves supporting people. And that goes out to you as well, you know, Chef Kimberly. Yes, I know you do. together or I do. But if you just need somebody to support, don't feel free to, you know, to reach out and stuff. I believe in stuff like that because I feel like I know how to set boundaries. But what I don't want to do is get so consumed in myself that I ignore a fellow person trying to change the world and be great within themselves because we need that. Um, so anybody that's listening, if you want to reach out respectfully, I say that because I'm still young. And I, okay. <laughs> okay. I just want y'all to know. I say that because I'm all about letting people know I'm not with that stuff. But, you know, this is a pivotal moment for those that are listening. And in this state of the world, things are changing. We need to make sure that we are growing and aligning with the way the universe, regardless of what you believe in this stuff. I believe in the most high in my world. God is a woman. I practice honoring the woman. I also honor the androgynous being that I am. And to me, um, in this, because my next podcast will be on goddess energy and divine feminine energy, Magically Made, my guest will be the wonderful and extraordinary friend, Magically Made. And I'm going to get into what it means to honor the divine feminine energy, you know, loving our Black women, protecting our Black women, all around healthy eating as well, too, and all of that energy. So with that being said, have a great day. I love you. Love yourself, and until we meet again, live your motherfucking life. All right. Okay. Have a great Have day. A See you Thank later. Thank you. Do the same. <laughs>